Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone, and happy hot summer to you all. I have been out of my studio for over a month. We've been doing a lot of traveling and enjoying summertime. I am super glad to be back in my studio today and bringing you podcast number 71, Combating Spiritual Drought. And what more perfect topic than right now during these unprecedented, record-setting, hot temperatures that are not only here in my home state of Texas, but also across the nation and in many places around the world. And for us in North and West Texas, our poor ranchers are having to sell their livestock due to having little to zero hay and water sources. It is a, such a sad, sad thing. I hate seeing it. Also, very concerning are the wildfires that have popped up everywhere, and they are wreaking havoc on our land, our home, our properties. It is really scary. These fires grow in their intensity very quickly, and they gain fuel from this dry, crispy land, the trees and the shrubs that just are just brittle. And additionally, the fires are spreading very rapidly because of the dry winds. They are so consuming and very, very frightening. In our extremely hot summer, well, it began very early for us, way back in June. And we kept on believing, okay, these triple-digit temperatures are going to ease up. But sadly, it has not been the case because we have been in triple digits for two full months. We desperately need a quenching rain. We need days and days of quenching rain. As I've been watching and experiencing these events unfold, God really spoke directly to my heart about spiritual minus. And we know that in all circumstances, there are lessons to be found in all situations. And during this hot summer, the lessons are many. So I wanted to take a deep dive into what spiritual dryness looks like. Well, just like a physical drought, a spiritual drought means several things. Christ came to us and taught us that he is the living water, and that through him we would never thirst again. John 4.14 tells us, But whoever drinks of the water that I give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Oh, I love that verse. And this spiritual water from Christ means that when we accept him into our lives, he will fill us with his spirit. And this doesn't mean that there's not still going to be times of drought, but he does promise that his water is abundant and it results in eternal life. That's a promise I can stand by. Therefore, during these times of spiritual drought or dryness, just know that this is a sign that you need to lean into Christ 
and into his word deeply. And just as wells for water, you've got to go deep, deep, deep into the ground to really find good, pure water. So just like every lesson, there's a lesson for Christ. We've got to dig deeply into his word that will provide you with his living water that will pull you up out of a spiritual drought. But then we have to ask, what causes us to have these times of spiritual drought? And yes, even the most devout believers can and will experience times of drought. And this does not mean that you should beat yourself up and think that you are a failed Christian. It does mean that you're human and that you're going to fail at times and that the enemy desperately desires for us to turn from God during these times. So let's look at some of the top reasons why you might be spiritually dry. And the first one that comes to my mind is time away from him, time away from the Lord. For me personally, I know that when I begin to feel drained and feel an absence of the Lord's peace, I can almost 100% point to the fact that I have been remiss in my prayer time, my time spent in his word, and in worship. And the longer I spend away from these precious and needed activities, the more spiritually dry I become. And so being able to recognize that I'm spiritually dry is super essential. My spiritual drought results in me becoming so much more edgy, I'm less patient, and I actually experience exhaustion at a different level. I don't know if you all out there feel that as well. So learning to know the symptoms allows me to know that I need to do something different. And as soon as I begin to lean back into Christ, into his word, worshiping, I can feel my weariness beginning to fade very quickly. And it's truly like having a parched mouth when you're so, so thirsty. And when you get that cold water, how it just, oh, it feels so great in your mouth and going down. And it truly quenches your thirst. This is what it feels like when you lean back in to him. So Jesus, he so desperately desires to provide us with his living water. And I love, love, love the story of the woman at the well for so many reasons. One, Jesus decided that on that day, he would share who he really was to this obscure woman. And what an honor to her that she was chosen to be the first to be able to go and spread this good news of Christ. And then next, Jesus broke the protocol of not associating with the Samaritans and of actually speaking to a woman. That was like, no, no, no. And so what this did was it demonstrated Jesus's break with the legalistic laws of the times showing us what love and grace look like. And then next, the lesson in this event included water in a well. But we all know how this story ends. This lesson taught us that he would provide us with a different kind of water, his spiritual water, 
that would never dry up. So let's look at these verses there in John 4, 4 through 26. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to the city called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, weary from his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about the sixth hour, and there came a woman of Samaria to draw the water. And Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. And therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? Because remember, Jews did not associate with Samaritans, nor did they give women the time of day. And Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was saying this to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living, living water. And she said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with the well. It, it is deep. So where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave the, us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so I will not be thirsty, nor come all the way here to draw the water. I thought that's, I think that's cute. And he said to her, Go call your husband and come here. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said, you are correct. I know that you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. And the woman said, sir, you must be a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus said, woman, believe me, an hour is coming, when neither in this mountain or in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship in the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And the woman said, I know that the Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When that one speaks, he will declare to all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, what an amazing God that we serve. Here he met with this lowly woman, knowing in her sin that she was in, but yet he chose her to be the first person to leave and go tell others about Christ. I just love that story. There's so many things about that story. And he uses everyday lessons to teach us deeply profound ones. And so another reason that we can experience spiritual droughts is because we've neglected our own selves. And I teach on this topic at length in my book, Theosynthesis Live Today, because Balancing our spiritual selves with a healthy physical body and mind is so key. When we are physically challenged, 
when we are hurting and exhausted, it is very difficult to allow ourselves to be filled with Christ. That's why it's so important to maintain your physical and emotional selves in order to be spiritually filled. However, do not let the fact that you are not in top mental or physical condition be the reason that you don't reach out to Christ. He truly desires for you to call out to him when you are in need and allow him to bathe you in his love, in his acceptance, and in his healing balm. When you turn to him with an open heart, he will fill it. But you have to have a heart that is willing to allow him into every corner. Are there areas of hurt in your heart and in your life that you might need to release? Areas of repentance, hurt, and anger that you've got to let go of? Well, when you allow Jesus to quench your spiritual thirst, just like a drought-ridden land will suddenly bloom, your life will as well. And the spiritual fruit that he promised us can now begin to grow and flourish within your spirit that's filled with him. Galatians 5, 23 tells us, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These character traits reflect the goodness of a Spirit-filled, liquid heart of Jesus. This kind of spiritual quenching snuffs out the opposite of these fruits, such as hatred, sadness, chaos, defiance, rudeness, evil, unfaithfulness, recklessness, and being out of control. These are traits that raise their ugly heads in times of a spiritual season of drought. So as our summer of extreme temperatures, drought, and fire roar, go to your heart and bask in his stream of beautiful, healing, spiritual water. Allow him to fill every aspect of your being and you will be bathed in a love that will sustain you during the dry times. And he is the only remedy for a spiritual drought. You guys, I've missed being in front of this microphone and I needed this time of rest. I hope that your summer is allowing you to take time to nurture yourself. And so I always thank you for inviting me into your life through these podcasts. It's such an honor to spend time with you. And so may your life be richly blessed and may you be inspired to live your life more abundantly and with much greater purpose. I would love for you to visit my website, drpaulamcdonald.com. There's so many resources there. I have Bible studies and so many more things for you to dig into. And I have a second podcast called Exhale Bible Discovery with Dr. Paul McDonald. And it is an in-depth, chapter-by-chapter, study-by-study of the Word of God in a new, fresh approach. I would love to study God's Word with you and together. We are about to complete the book of Revelation, and then we're going to head into the book of John for our next study. I hope that you'll join me. And share it out. I am honored when you guys share it out. And 
leave me some reviews. I need those reviews because that's what the stinking algorithms like. So if you feel led, leave me a review. I would be honored. And so just remember, God created you to live in abundance with him so that you may fully live today. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.